0: Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good.
1: That is good.
2: Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. May the 4th be with you. It is May 4th today, and uh, this is when we're dropping the episode. I gotta explain a little bit. It's a two parter. There's a Sunday recording, uh, predominantly with Matt Ritt, myself, Ben Sherwin. Uh, Matt, the reason I had him on is uh, he was one of the people that helped co author the, the code of conduct for the ITC. So we talked about its usage, why it was designed, what it was put together for, and how it should be used in tournament play and keeping tournament fair play. And then the second part is the gang, uh, the whole gang's here. And uh, we we did it live, so we had some live commentary come in. Uh, we had some, you know, John Cook, White Knight, and Team Texas hack. and it's you know the the podcast speaks for itself. So I will get out of here and get to it. Um, remember, there's still tickets for Monkey for sale. www.flymonkeycon.com. If you come to Flying Monkey Con, you probably should get a ticket. If you are listening at work, you probably should not listen at work, or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you're listening at home, you're probably not listening around your kids, or just don't have kids and the problem solved. We are a weekly tabletop top wargaming warhammer 40k podcast and we talked about the 40k competitive scene predominantly that's we do a lot about that this week so without further ado here goes your two-part episode uh like i said you're gonna get a pause and then the second part will start so stick around oh that's weird it's, it's creepy
1: the computer voice.
3: that's weird like it lets you know you're being recorded that's huh? it i mean like that's weird can't
2: trouble with the law. Flying Monkeys Wargaming podcast. Where if wargaming gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Uh, you might hear that sexy voice on the other end. It is not one of the usual suspects. Um, it is uh Mr. Matt Root. What's happening, Matt? Not much, baby girl. How are you doing today? Good, man. I'm really good. It's nice outside. I bought a new grill. Uh, I'm am I'm gonna I'm a grill some steaks tonight. So you're gonna wear
3: one of those it's big it's... like 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 chef aprons that's like neck. No. Like going to Nathan be like kiss the, kiss the cook or something like that you should and I was but pictures. what was
2: funny was thinking like you, I'm I don't know if that means I'm like maturing or like just I've done all like the official old shit other than like get a drip grill oh, and man. so like now that I have a nice fancy grill uh, maybe it's time to settle down so
3: <laughs> you can you can broaden out and do multi-class now yeah, next time it. i see you'll you be like i don't know like whittling things out of wood yeah. or maybe like
2: ooh, that's a good idea i am artistic i could probably Car-
3: carving out a soap no there you yes. go that's a good one maybe
2: i'm gonna make you soap animals for your wedding
3: dude i so. would legitimately find that fucking awesome if you did that <laughs> i would truly actually think that would be really cool <laughs> how
2: about i think we'll make you how about a
3: soap orc totem Oh, that would be the best. The <laughs> only so problem is I could never use it because then it would go away. Yeah, that's But pretty stinky. is pretty orcs like, so I guess that kind
2: of fits, huh? would be kind of funny. Um, so you might ask yourself <laughs> I think Sean Dilley is popping on. So you guys We're are going to see if I can get in now. <laughs> yeah, you can leave your video uh, off if you want to, Sean. Uh, we don't need ben,
3: video out of you. Ben says he can make it, maybe, allegedly.
2: <laughs> okay. Maybe Ben, you might ask, like this is out of the ordinary. We have been doing the episodes live. We'll still do a live episode this week. But I was talking to Matt. Um, I, I do want to clear up some biases in this conversation. You know, Matt and I are, are biased in that we do have a relationship with one of the parties involved in this incident. Yes, but the uh, some things at hand or some things that were dealt with as far as uh, the this, I guess I'll call it display board gate. 2022 um matt had a hand in writing the code of conduct you know and and, and (laughs) (laughs) display gate uh matt matt had a hand in writing the ITC's code of conduct um initially when the player was dq'd from the event uh that was the that was the i guess the reasoning or the explanation or the the backup the legal the legal right to do so um i use legal right pretty loosely um so matt and i were talking about you know the intention of the section that was addressed and other things amongst it so i thought we'd just have a good episode to kind of talk about it give our opinions and kind of talk about how everybody acted like a dildo at some point in time i do i do that on a regular basis honestly so and i think uh i think sometimes you know we've we might have had a lack of big tournament drama in a while so everybody's kind of looking forward to gnashing and weeping of teeth because there's actually some some drama at a big tournament so
3: there's always it's, drama at a tournament yeah. my fiance regularly gets her tea from 40k events of like stupid clicky <laughs> drama crap that's going on yeah, so. like this she literally came home i came home from seeing friends and she was like so what happened in the 40k community was there some drama i was like i guess i got some shit." yeah
2: I saw oh man, that is wow. <laughs> that is a look. I can masturbate to
3: that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I mean that might be what he's doing right now, honestly. Right, based on the camera angle. Make it hey, strips is what I'm fucking doing.
2: That is that is round seven at LVO bin right there. Hey, that is that is, you're doing
3: God's work, is what you're doing, okay?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ben Sherwin just hopped in the chat, so oh, kind I like how I can immediately the- tell
3: how deranged and tired Ben is by yeah. the instant I see his hair. Like the more yes. wild and like erratic it is, the he's more i have seen hair since he hasn't gotten sleep. Oh. Oh,
0: for,
2: oh, for those who don't know, Ben uh, Ben Sherwin just hopped in, so he's here for the discussion as well. Um, so that's basically the premise of it. There are some biases. Um, we all have friendships and relationships with the parties involved. So I do kind of want to do a little bit of, I want to be factual and I want to be sincere and I want to be honest about the discussion because I think there's some things that went way too far and some things that were taken way out of context. And I also think sometimes your ego is not worth, you know, doubling down and sticking to your guns in in poor decision-making. And I think some of that happened this weekend. So um, for those that have been living under uh, Warhammer 40K Rock, there was uh, the Dallas Open this weekend, which is probably the biggest tournament going on this weekend. I'm not sure there's anything bigger. And it's, a, it's an eight-rounder every year in Dallas and uh, put on by some of the, the Team Texas fellows. And I think Moreland was the, the head TO or judge this year. And uh, the, the Frozen Norths, James Kelling, uh, who also works for Goonhammer, had happened to be disqualified, <laughs> and initially, what we were told was he was disqualified because he used someone else's display board, and which which James admitted to. I don't think he said anything otherwise, and uh, I think he's even said something about it being boneheaded, which he didn't use that language, but he's. I think he knows it was a dumb move, so the The thing the issue the the place where I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth about the gimmick is where we were told initially that the section in the code of conduct from ITC that deals with touching another player's models. I think Ben's got more buttons undone on that shirt, and I'm kind of distracted. Um well, why do you think I'm being quiet? I'm just <laughs> <Yes. of> there. <staring. laughs> but the 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 portion of the, the code of conduct that was quoted was reference moving players' models or, or touching a player's models. And I don't think it had to do with this incident. And it was kind of a stretch to make it do with this incident. That that, that s-
3: section is specifically about game state. Like yeah. so yes. actually so, what is going on during a game.
2: Yeah. So Matt is being one of the authors of this document, being one of the guys involved in the and the sketching it out and getting it put together. Um, I'm going to let you take it from here for a little bit. What was the intention of that section and how was it designed to be used in game? So
3: for that that particular section, as I mentioned, it's, it's about the state of the game. And the idea essentially is that players should not take any sort of inappropriate activity or action that will negatively impact the state of the game, especially in a way that might benefit them. So, For example, if you were playing a game against someone else and you had to step away because you went to the restroom or something, it would be very inappropriate of your opponent to move your models. This is pretty common sense stuff. Like you you wouldn't be appropriate for him to pick your stuff up, place it elsewhere, adjust how you were, you know, your coherency, all that sort of stuff. And that is something that was just had to be spelled out in very crystal clear language in the code of conduct. It's not about touching models outside of. A game or anything else along those lines. So the 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 logic using this circumstance was 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 not applicable to this part of the code of conduct at all.
2: Yeah, that's that's where it was weird to me. Um, you know, I, I think a judge should have made a ruling. I, I think there should have been some kind of punishment because what James did was wrong. I, I'm going to flat out say what James did was wrong. And, you know, it wasn't his stuff. He shouldn't have been touching. it. He shouldn't have been messing with it. But for those out there that are screaming that it was theft, you know, or, or stealing or, or whatever. I think you need to go either tell me what law school you went to or tell me where you went to the police academy and get a refund because <laughs> that's not the definition of theft. It doesn't even come close to fitting the definition of theft. It might come close to fitting the definition of like criminal deprivation of property. But uh, good luck finding a a city attorney or district attorney that's going to take that case. Uh, So stop that silly, goofy narrative and dialogue of it. Uh, But I I think that he should have been carded. I think he should have gotten in trouble for it. And I don't think what James did was right. And I think he should have been punished. either Losing his ability to get best overall. um, Losing his ability to get paint scores. um, Something to that extent. Um, the the problem I have or where it bothers me is I'm down with supporting, you know, Viet and making a decision or making a call to take some kind of disciplinary action. I think the issue I have is with the section of the code of conduct that he quoted and then like the follow up afterwards. And before I really get into that, I think Ben's ready to to unload a little bit. He might blow up if we don't let him talk. So mm-hmm. what you got to say, man? <laughs>
0: I'm just uh, I'm just finishing up here at work. But, yeah, I mean, realistically, when, because I'm, you know, Bam, you run the Fine Monkey. I run Renegade. Um,
3: I run New Year's Knockout. Come on. That's
0: just not that's <laughs> something that I'm going to that, that do. You know, I'm not going to go blast in the middle of the event. I'm going to address it afterwards, and I'm going to do it in a professional manner and just state, you know, this is what happened. This is what we did. Period. That's it. You know, I don't want any high fives or anything like that, especially with enforcing the code of conduct and all that stuff. But, you know, using it falsely is like, I don't know, man, that's shady because, like, where where do we draw the line? You know, where do we draw the line of interpretation? You know, what power are we going to give people? Because there are people out there that are power hungry. They're going to abuse the system. And it's us as a community that need to come together and come to an understanding of where that abuse needs to stop. That's my little two cents on it. Yeah, it's, you
2: know, it feels like, like real life angle shooting, you know, some of the ways that people have gotten to the conclusions of these things. And, you know, like you talked about addressing it professionally, you know, I've, I've infamously had my bouts with cheaters, you know, others have had, you know, incidents of dealing with people and cheaters and, and I do think there's a right way to deal with stuff. There's a wrong way to deal with stuff. There's a time to be hard. There's a time to not be so hard. But I do think that this is, you know, kind of a missed opportunity in that, like, you know, Viet, not even officially, like, on the on the tournament's channel or the Turtles page or, you know, basically says, like, yeah, you know, check it out. I bounced this dude from the tournament. You know, I don't care what y'all say. Screw you. Here's a picture of some hot chicks with my models. You know, like, like, it made no sense to, like, address the situation that way. You know, it's like you could have. It's a very like, Viet way of doing it, though. It is a very Viet way of doing things, and I hope that maybe instead of taking this as, like, a, a criticism and and taking it personally, like, you'll take it as, like, this is a teachable moment or, or, or I can learn from the situation. Um, you know, because I I don't know, man. Like, I, the, the the issue is I think he was right for taking action. I just disagree with the action that he took, and I disagree with the way that he publicly announced the action was taken. Yeah. And then the attitude after the fact, you know is more like doubling down whenever these steps, because in the end he just made himself out to be just as wrong as Kelly, and, and that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know if you guys got to take different than that or if you it, tell me if I'm wrong.
3: I mean, uh, I think there's two aspects to this this whole situation that we're kind of debating and discussing. The first is the punishment of the crime. And I agree with you, 100% bam when you say what Kelly did was stupid. You shouldn't have done it, and he should have been punished for it. Um, I think there was a couple aspects of it that make that particular judgment that was chosen the red card strange and maybe inappropriate. And I think that's kind of the first nebulous area where I think there's a lot of discussion going around. The main part that I took issue with was the second aspect of this, which is how that situation was uh, kind of communicated. All right, and so you know, going on. Facebook, and then writing a post which comes across as a humble brag about the fact that you are a bad enough, you know, individual to not care about popularity and kick someone out is a really weird and inappropriate way to kind of go about giving a red card. I've had to give out red cards. It sucks. Like, it's never something you should be happy or proud about doing. It makes you miserable. It makes your the person who's getting the card miserable. And it's and it's a, it's a shit situation that you shouldn't have to be in because it means there's literally no other choice besides ejection. And so acting like it's some sort of weird badge of honor, high, and looking for high fives and posting about it on a Facebook, rather than disseminating this information in a professional manner through the venue on like their website or on their official site or something like that is comes across as, again, like a really inappropriate, unprofessional way to do it. And so when you do that and you provide this half- specified vague recalling events with we're getting mixed messages about multiple art aspects of this then you're going to get a lot of people questioning that choice and it was not something that should have been public it's something that should have been handled in a professional manner and that was not done and i i and i think that there's a lot of people out there who again i think are just treating this red card like it was a badge of honor it's not it sucks you shouldn't have yeah. to do it and you shouldn't have
2: to fucking brag about it either and I think one of the problems I have to where I don't feel it was necessarily made clear you know it's like you got this guy out here who sc- screeches from the high towers that I tossed this guy from this event because of this section of the code of conduct and I'm not going to get into the some of the scenes and some of the things that happened but basically I think it was figured out that like hey this wasn't the what the section was intended to be it's not what it was written for and it's got nothing to do with the game or game state it's a it's a painting competition removed from the the roof from the you know the game competition uh, and I think I said that right painting competition removed from the game competition or i guess it could go towards best overall but that section doesn't apply to what happened and then all of a sudden we hear that like the guy had a yellow card earlier and, you know, there really wasn't clear statements or clear, you know, usually when you do release a statement and you're talking about a player getting kicked out, it's, you know, uh, on behalf, like Ben, on behalf of Renegade, you know, we're notifying you that a player had, you know, two yellows. So we, we booted them for a red. The first yellow was for, you know, having, not having his rules prepared. And the second yellow was for finding the loaded dice. So we decided to remove the player from the event you know, a, a more detailed statement might come later, you know, something like that, you know, is, is fine. But to initially come out and say, we booted this dude because of code of conduct, because he touched someone else's models. And then to come back later and say, well, no, 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 it was only a yellow. It was a second yellow because we, you know, we found something earlier that he'd done the, I yellow card for. Um, I think you're kind of walking back your initial statement and it, it doesn't give a good look. It doesn't give a good perception, that's how i saw that did anyone see that any differently yeah
0: not in the slightest and you know i'm obviously biased because you know i'm the captain of the frozen north and james is a good friend of mine um but like as a friend of his what he did was dumb i don't ever see myself doing that i don't know like and he'll admit, like what he was doing like i Everybody knows I've got no shame. I'll pile my models into like in a giant pile and say, go ahead, paint, judge me, you know. But uh, James cares about his painting. I don't know if, uh, I don't have, you know, specific details whether or not he did it on purpose or if there was like nowhere to set your army. And so he just put it there because it was empty. Doesn't matter. Shouldn't have done it. But regardless, the story that I got was he was disqualified for that and nothing else. Like he had no previous warning to that. So that tells me that, you know, when I see that original post and then I get that from James, granted, you know, I have to take everything very seriously that happens to Frozen North because it's a reflection on my club. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can't just take James's word for the benefit of the doubt because, you know, stuff does happen. I myself have messed up recently, too, at Adepticon with my list. So, I mean, stuff like this can happen, but it's like when you see that pattern and then I'm getting that side from James, you know, there's a little bit of recognition there. And I think the world needs to know that. And I know that the event is not done yet. And so i bet Robert Moreland is probably pretty busy, but but, like if this, if this, you know, his his word against his word, you know, if it ends up like that, you're just going to know that the tournament went back on their thing. they just need to come clean about it. It's just period. Just set out a professional statement. Like, Hey, this is the decision we took. We stood by the decision. It happened, but that's it. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like if you try and walk, it, making it worse, you just look worse. That's my opinion.
3: Yeah. I think if this had been done in like some sort of scenario like that, where it was said, here are the facts, here's the decision that was made, here is the action was taken. You know, that is a very different circumstance than a personal Facebook post that again, kind of was like looking for accolades uh, that gives n- almost no information about what, what happened. You know, it's, it's, I, I would We still, to this moment, actually don't know the circumstances, as you said, probably the TOs are probably busy, understandably so, Um, but having one of the other TOs, this wasn't some random player, this was the TO gave the card, go and post about it, and then not trying to address it afterwards, it also just gives a weird look, and then we have now arguments going on on Facebook about, oh, there was a yellow card. No, there wasn't a yellow card. Oh, that guy knew it was a, this guy said it was his display board. Oh, he didn't say it was a display board. We, we still don't know. And and this is why you go, this is I you it's one of those situations where you measure twice and cut once. You don't go shooting from the hip, half cocked with putting off some information that, you know, oh man, this is cool. We did this, neato. Uh, you, you clearly delineate the events. You clearly take, say what was done. And that's the end of it. And and I think they would have found a lot more traction. And I I doubt there would be any sort of argument about this if they had done that instead of what was
2: currently done. Yeah, I. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I was was just agreeing.
2: That's it. Well, that's my thing. Is like I, you know, I was supposed to be there this weekend. Tim, Tim, and I were supposed to be down there. And like you know, and I, I felt bad for missing out. And like, and then kind of at the end of this, I'm like, man, I don't know if I really missed out on much, you know, it just kind of, and it makes me not want to go back next year. If, if something so silly can just get you booted, you know, <laughs> it's, it just feels weird. It's such a weird flex. And the, and the way it was thrown out in the wild was such a weird flex. know, it was a very yeah. Viet way of doing things, but. You know, and that's, that's the problem is like, I'm all about supporting somebody if they're in the right. Like, I don't care if I like you or not, if you do the right thing, you know, I, I think that you run into two kinds of people in your life. You'll run into uh, subjectively principled and you'll run into objectively principled. And I've had this talk a couple of times with other people I know and love that if you're subjectively principled, you're, you're principled, your standards change depending on who you deal with or who you're messing with. And if you're messing with a friend, you know, you don't give them the same punishment as you give somebody else you know, that's a subjectively principled person, but an objectively principled person will look at something and go, right is right, wrong is wrong, this is wrong, I don't care who you are, we have to deal with it. And, you know, so me, in feeling that I'm more of an objectively principled person, you know, I do want to, I want to be like, you know, Team Viet, good job, buddy, like, you know, James shouldn't have done that, you know, way to take action, but the, the problem is, is everything after the fact, just is horrible optics. And then it felt like, You know, you're beating somebody's ass because they, you know, their juice box spilled your way or something. You know, it just it's kind of over the top in retaliation for what what went down, and and it just doesn't add up. The yellow card thing doesn't add up to me, and I hope I get a better explanation to understand it. Because I don't think Viet was wrong for taking judgment. I don't think Viet was wrong for giving him punishment. It's uh, I feel the punishment was wrong, and I think the handling of it was wrong, and I think the statements after the fact were wrong,
3: but. I think, That's I right. mean, I think text the, the, the folks who are running this event could still manage, like a, address the situation that would probably fix a lot of problems. Like if they were to come out and put out that kind of statement and talk about specifically what happened and why the decision was made, then I think a lot of this complaining would probably go away. Now, I, I again, I'm biased. I, I personally disagree with the red card choice but he's a TO and he has the right to make that decision. If that is what he felt like he wanted to do, but doing it in this weird way with no information is, 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 is a problem. And I think if they just should come out and kind of give us that information, they, they still have not at this point. Instead, we've just gotten that it was the right decision to deal with it. We don't care
2: sort of mentality, which is just not great optics for anyone. To get. It's weird, man. It's weird. Well, we've kind of beat that up until there's more information coming out. Um, you know, I basically I wanted to get my perspective from the on the theft thing because I had people arguing with me, telling me it's theft. And I'm like, I'd like to know where you went to law school because that's you're definitely not going to get that prosecutor for theft. And as a 23 as a year police officer, I can safely say that you're probably not going to get a theft case out of that, no matter how hard you try. And, you know, and then Matt, as a as an author, as one of the people that, you know, put in put in towards the document. And, and what it's supposed to be for and what it was designed for, you know, to clearly say that that section wasn't designed for that. And that was the other thing I don't think I talked about was Viette omitted pieces of that paragraph in a statement for, for explaining why he got the red card and left things out that might detract from his point as to why he gave a red card to Kelly. And that bothers me. Like if he was going to use that section, you shouldn't omit or take language out. You should do it in its complete language. And and just you know live by that sword if that's what you so, chose to do so, and then Ben's on here as a as a TO, you know maybe talking about how to handle things you know run all the renegade stuff up there so that's a, that's our two cents guys you got anything in closing anything you want to add take away put put forth
0: well I think all of us here have given out a red card and it's and like Matt said it's not fun and it's the last resort for me because to me that's I'm wasting like. I don't want to say wasting, but like people who travel for these events put up a lot of money to do so. Hotel room, flights, especially from somebody from Minnesota down there. Uh, and like, I'm not saying that they deserve special treatment because they traveled. The, if the punishment fits the crime, so be it. That's that's their fault. That they're the ones that did not act appropriately. Now, the, what I have the biggest problem with is that when the punishment doesn't fit the crime and then you, you've got, you know who's going to travel to that event if you're worried you're going to get thrown out. I'm not going to fly to Dallas if I'm worried, like if I slip up once they'll throw me out of the tournament. You know what I mean? So I'm full heartedly agree that they need to get on top of this situation and deal with it. And then uh, a second note of that is just like as a TO to the rest of you TOs out there, like the yellow card system is great. It's a great way to hold people accountable. We have people who will bend the rules to their favor and try to take advantage of people who might not know better and that's our job to you know, ensure that we use this code of conduct accordingly. If you use the code of conduct outside of that and twist it, we're going to lose validity. We can't do that. We have to stick to it and we have to use it the way it's supposed to be used. You can't twist the law to your favor because if you do that, then we start losing the unity that we have from the code of conduct. We need that unity to fight off what is originally made to you know, fight essentially cheaters and people who take advantage of people. So I guess my closing statement is that, you know, people, please just read the code of conduct, use it accordingly. And, you know, if you have to throw somebody out, it should be a last resort. That's what the code of conduct's for. But sorry, I rambled. I didn't get to say that piece earlier.
2: Oh, you're fine, dude. And I do think the competitive scene is worlds better than it was five years ago, six years ago, as far as like TOs having tools and having methods and having ways to deal with cheaters. That you know, they didn't have before. They do have a document to back them up, you know, but it, but it shouldn't be misused. It shouldn't be abused.
3: I, I honestly usually have the opposite problem, which is that I feel like people don't utilize the code of conduct um, enough sometimes. I mean, I feel like there's a fair number of TOs out there who could <clears throat> deal with players who absolutely deserve a yellow card or even a red card. Uh, that don't give it because you know they want to avoid a confrontation or you know there's there's a situation that they don't want to try to create a conflict out of and and, and I feel like it is something that is a necessary evil that has to be utilized in some situations when we have a situation where someone shows optics that comes across in a way that it might be and it may have been but it might be an unjustifiable red card that detracts from the validity of every other red card that is ever administered and it makes all the other tos shy about doing any sort of punishment when it might be warranted it is a system that needs to be used correctly and objectively and if it's not then the whole process just breaks down. We're, we're, you know, we're here to help everyone have a good time, not to enforce a law. That's, that's our goal as TOs. And it's, it's, I, I agree with Ben that it's a situation where it's, I don't really want to go to an event if that's kind of how it's going to be bred and utilized. It's, I, that's not how we wrote it. It's not how we intended it. It's just supposed to help everybody play the game in a way that everybody can enjoy it without taking advantage of each other.
2: I agree. And I guess I haven't looked at that or thought about it that way, but it is in lot the ways. If you run a tournament on that scale, you run a tournament at that level. And you know, It's up to us to keep the integrity of that document intact and, and use it the way it's supposed to be and, and use it wisely. So it's good words, man. Good words. So, all right. I'm going to call her there. I'm glad Ben got to join us rant a little bit. I'm glad yeah. I got to see him with his shirt and button. I know, man, I'm a, I'm thinking I can crank it to this later, so I'm going to play this video <laughs> again. So, but uh, go find Ben, ben over at uh, Advanced Warfare, uh, doing this thing at Advanced Warfare. And uh, Matt, you can find creeping around tables at, at big events sometimes. So
0: Sometimes on Advanced Warfare, sometimes. too.
2: So we'll be in Detroit. We're going to Detroit. Ben, you're going to Detroit, too, right? Yeah.
0: To yeah I hope so. so. Huh. He's
2: my ride along with you,
3: so I'm, I'm really hoping you guys show up. So You got room for me in the car, too, right? Yeah. yeah okay
0: good
3: I got you baby I checked I was making okay. sure. okay okay so we'll be in we'll be at Motor City here in a couple of I, weeks. So I I don't care if I have to have you sit in my lap or we're, we're fitting you in that car
2: that's uh yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a they're having an industrial sized <laughs> lap brother yeah <laughs> so you can do anything right, guys. if you believe in yourself enough <laughs> track hard
0: enough. So, we're, we're done recording we're out
2: what's up fool what up?
4: How you doing today?
2: Not too bad. You should be. We should be live on Facebook already. So,
4: all right, party time!
2: Party time, ready to go. Hopefully, not getting uh, not getting zucked.
4: Most likely, yes.
2: Most likely, yes. We got a viewer. Hey, look at that! Now if we can just find the show notes you sent me earlier. One more. There we go. Boom. JT Teets, what's up, homie? Uh oh. What's up, Ben?
4: Thomas would
2: miss this for the fucking man. world. That <laughs>
4: <man>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy, it might just be us three now. I ain't heard from anybody else, so. Dilly said he's gonna be a little late. I think. Yeah, fuck Dilly. You go pay for some real internet. Hey, Cameron, what's happening, man? Eddie, Eddie was at the Dallas Open. Apparently, he got his catalytic converter stolen. Oh shit! Yeah, he, <laughs> he said. Oh so my Stole God. his catalytic converter out of the parking garage. Poor Eddie. So uh, yeah, Richard Come Smith, on, Richard. what's up, man? That's yeah, a I shame, know,
4: dude. Someone crawled underneath that bitch and
2: said, Let me take my man. saws off. Bitch cuts everything. See, he's at the hotel. Damn. Fucking no luck, Eddie. Fucking Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, there's Alex. What's happening, Alex? Hello. Hey. What is the haps, yo?
2: back man alex has been across the pond in the back in the last couple weeks so
1: it's all of april basically yeah, how was germany
2: Hello. germany good it was, good
1: it was good yeah was i mean cool? all the uh, cool as in cold or cool as in neat neat because uh, it was both yeah no, germany's awesome it's uh, i've been through there before but uh yeah it was it was good good trip
2: a lot of beer Right. Yeah. We got a dozen people watching, and all of us are here, so we might as well get rolling. Um, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy to be your mom. Uh, Bam here tonight. Uh, might as well start with him. You guys heard him. Uh, Alex the Coon Coons. What's happening, Alex? Oh, hey, what's going on? And uh, my homie from Advanced Warfare, uh, my, my 40K Obi Wan, uh, Ben Sherwin. What's happening? I'm out for a blood.
1: <laughs> so, I'm real excited for that actually. Yeah.
2: And, and I wonder why Alex was so hip to get on tonight. And then, uh,
4: I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. Seven thirty. 30 I'll put the
2: link at seven thirty. I'll be there. My dude, the the king of tie guy tie, tie dye and uh and uh honey whiskey uh, Scott Sasser. What's happening, man?
4: Hey guys, man. Thanks for having me
2: again. All right. Let's uh, let's break into it. This week we're gonna talk a little bit. You guys know it was coming. You guys knew we were gonna talk about it. There's uh, an earlier segment that was recorded. Uh, I recorded it with uh, with Root and uh, Sherwin. Uh, Sherman Sherwin was more just along for the ride on that one. And Root, as an author of the the code of conduct, talks about how it was intended. You know, in writing. And In writing it how they how they wanted it to be used. So there's that you guys look forward to that second half of the half of the episode dropping tomorrow But tonight um, We got the we'll see we got the crew here So we'll kind of get a little bit more probably probably a little more debaucherous with it and getting into the ins and outs of things so uh, First off though, we're gonna start out with the usual. We're gonna start out with dojo time um, I have gotten zero dojo time games in, so I, I've i been having to work more at the shop, so it is it is what it is. We'll see. I need to cram some games in before I go to Detroit making make an ass of myself, so... With, <laughs> with your Space Wolves? With my Space Wolves. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <So>. Yeah. The... <laughs> The but, bad uh, relationship, uh, the Amber herd of your life.
2: Ah, uh, shit, man. They do shit <laughs> in my bed.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them got off figured at some point. So, uh, but yeah, I I think it's probably... I got Actually, I think they're not in a horrible place. Um, I did an RGT, and, uh, you know, I've played against Tau. I've played against Custodes with them. I need to probably get a little bit more games in against the the Hello Doom Eldar builds, uh but i I think I'm a savvy enough player to use my terrain and and line up charges like I should uh that that builds pretty powerful though you know and if I take the l to it uh I'm still gonna give it hell so it's you know it is what it is man I'm just uh, they're my guys I'm gonna dance with the girl I brought to the dance to quote my grandpa so that's uh that's what's happening for Detroit so what about uh what you been how many games you practice a week?
5: I think I got seven games in the last week, since last yeah, Tuesday. Fuck yes. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Uh We're practicing for Motor City, so Charlie and I have been practicing nonstop with the NIDS for him, because he just switched, mm-hmm. you know, obviously from Dark Angels to NIDS. And then, you know, I play a couple league games. I'll play, you know, Scott a couple of times, depending. Sometimes I just play myself on TTS still, so I know I'm sad, but... <laughs> it's practice, man. Because there are certain armies, you know, that other people don't play around here, and I know it seems like kind of silly. Because I know what each of my plans are for each army, but it really just—it's seeing it in action that I could be like, "All right, yep, I would be an idiot if I tried to do that," or like, "Yeah, that should happen." You know, those kind of things.
4: Just but. getting a feel for the way the army moves is huge. I mean, yeah. not a lot of people give that credit. Like I said, I—I I, I put my models down on the table all the time and just kind of just like how is this how's my turn one gonna look how's my what do i expect to have late game so yep there's good good play into that
2: yeah scott you practicing you uh you do any 80s training montages for anything coming up or
4: hell yeah so i uh for i've gotten like probably like five games in since last uh tuesday as well um a lot of tts games played uh the new nids i've been playing pricing is the new nids and eldar a bunch and both the hail of doom and my buddy ryan's <clears throat> nidlis are pretty potent and it's just it's nice to get priced and I'm, i took an l to like five five losses but salamanders is a rough rough go to try to playing with those
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So. man it's like it's, it's poor salamanders i was thinking about it the other day like everybody else got all the shit and i'm thinking like you know there's not really any like high meta armies right now that hinge upon rerolling wounds you know, and and, and then the metal armies right now are like the auto wound armies. So it's just like yeah. <laughs> you either get mortal wounds or auto wounded. You know, it's like at first I thought they were in a good spot, but like the more I thought about it, the more I was playing around with builds, I was like, eh, yeah, maybe not as good as I thought they were. So.
1: It's Tyranids and Eldar Bolt still play really well, even with Armor of Contempt now. So, yeah. I think they're way better against most other things, but against those two specifically, as things sit now.
4: Yeah. I mean so what I really like about Salamanders is they have a lot of really good strats. Just the one C P plus one wound in either the fight or shooting phase, it's money. It's really really good strats. The overwatch strat they have to build a to heroically intervene two to six inches after that, that's pretty good. Self sacrifice to keep one of your units alive, still decent stratagem. So but they're still money. I don't think
5: anybody gives self sacrifice enough credit.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's I've been I've been flexing it. I mean the one I only use it once probably in all my games so far. or, or one time every game. And the one time I need it, it comes up huge. I mean it comes up real huge and then you know shoot shoot my terminators. Okay. Yeah. You know, so right. Just, a what? lot
5: of people don't just use it to like, oh I need to kill something, but it's like, dude, it's a huge movement tool. Like <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's a big distance you can end up rolling. <laughs> Correct.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: This is a good strat so i'm skipping alex obviously because he's been yeah well, weird he's been off the continent so
4: no hobby time
1: no no hobby time at all? no nope. since i've been back i've been just dealing, spending wife time right yeah <laughs> i pretty uh, much been my
2: life i've been digging stuff out i i painted some arms i don't know if that counts but my my wolf lord his arms are magnetized and uh, with the armor of Russ, I ditched his storm shield and gave him a combi melta. So I, I got the the thunder hammer combi melta arms. Uh, started in progress to paint for him, but I need to finish them. Uh, yeah. that's probably all the hobby time I've gotten. Uh, ben, you get hobby time going? <laughs> mm-hmm. I
5: painted an Eldar Jack, bike because reasons. Okay,
2: what about you Scotty?
4: <laughs> uh i built uh i built 10 relic terminators and i've just been building models pretty much so i bought, built 10 uh, incursors uh built five tactical marines
2: speaking yes. of uh, speaking of relic terminators man i'm pretty pretty hyped for that horse heresy box it's like uh, yeah. you know, it's it's basically like a starter space marine army in a box if you
1: if you play your cards right. is it gonna thought- be like four hundred dollars I it.
4: Yeah, it looks it's, it's it looks like still a really good value, but man, it, yeah. it looks like it's going to be pricey. Yeah, yeah
1: pretty, probably two fifty three. There's some
2: price creep that I'm kind of like. If I was a young man trying to get into some of this, I'd be a little discouraged because, like, did you guys see the price on that new Necromundra box set?
4: Mm
2: mm Ooh, give you some What's the price food? of a
4: Land Raider? <laughs>
2: It's like it's bad. It was like it, I think it was like a three hundred dollar box set. And oh boy. Uh, yeah. For it's... Necromunda? It's a, <laughs> it's a whole game, right? Like, you look up game, the uh, I'm right? it up now, but the Necromunda Ashland Ashland waste.
1: Yeah, I mean when Titanic is dropped, it was like a four hundred dollar box, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, but was. that's
5: Night Titans, that's just cool. Necromunda is like yeah, yeah, Borderlands like and Tiny I've
1: had a baby. But you got like four or five things like this big for yeah. that money. That's crazy.
2: Well, but they, they came way down on the price on that. Yeah. Well, they
1: I bet they did. Yeah. <clears throat> after they sold four to the <laughs> continent of North America. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a $300. I'm pretty sure it was $299. Um, um, it's a lot. Look. Here it is, the community armor. Pre-order now. If I click pre-order now, it's uh, it's thinking two hundred. Yeah, Necromunda Ash Waste uh, two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. So mm. I can't imagine what them poor kids down in Australia are paying for that shit. Woo! So, the price they're, of pay, going they're, going they're paying you know? fake
4: money anyways. But, yeah.
2: they care? <laughs> so, uh, it's like you poor kids. Uh, let's catch See, up with the a chat a little bit. Suspends out of his chair. Uh, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm oh, just, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm cooking dinner at the same time. So oh, look at you, uh-uh. man. So it was a chaos knight box is stupid expensive too. Yeah, you know what they're doing with that chaos knight box, which is bullshit. They're putting the chaos knight's codex in there, and that's the only way you can get it now. And then they're simul- oh. and they're simultaneously releasing it with the new imperium, uh, the imperial knights. So you can get the Imperial Knights book, the Imperial Knights cards, just like normal. If you want that Chaos Knight book, you got to buy that uh, that new, uh, you know, the Abominant Knight with the with the other homies in there. That's, so that's stupid
5: as fuck. Yeah, so that's oh, why you get it. Dumb.
2: I'm like, man, it's like, hey, I know, I, I clown on Chaos players all the time by saying like it's the I hate my dad people, but. Like, for them, like, talking about this being the year of chaos, like, they're just kicking the chaos player in the nuts at this point, man. you are five
4: (laughs) months in, bud, so I haven't seen much.
5: Five months in, you got to buy this box set to get your codex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I know you already have ten knights, but what's three more or two more?
2: Richard Smith said, I was thinking about the Necromander box, but when I saw the pics, it was like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, dude, they had like, these custom, like, trikes with dudes on the back. And it's yeah. really like had this really cool like Mad Max looking feel to it. And yeah, like, it's
1: got like the the bug riders too, right? Yeah,
2: and the yeah. new like a new alien race of whatever. And I was like, yeah. Someone said, "What up, nerds? Checking in from Newcastle, Ca- Australia." Man, speaking of uh, expensive, so I feel feel bad for the Australian people paying for this shit. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, there's Jeff Jeff Got to get those cockroach riders.
4: <laughs> Truth, so, dude. Truth.
2: Yeah, uh, Yeah, just or that or people just wait till like they go to China Forge and be like what are you talking about I bought this box set and be like no you didn't so
4: <laughs> why is that leg a fucking banana
1: yeah it
2: should be bent that
1: much oh we got a Sean a wild Sean appears uh, dilly, what's up what's up
2: wearing a banana shirt a weird dilly uh. appears so alright guys let's uh the big one the one we've all kind of uh I might just let Ben just go on this one and just sit back. But uh, everybody go, everybody else go first because mine's gonna be a bit. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing that. We're gonna talk about Dallas Open. Um, uh, Tim's not here tonight because Tim's got some family things still going on. But uh, Tim Rogers and I were supposed to be at the Dallas Open, and uh, some things came up so we couldn't attend. And uh, you know, so congrats to to Nick on winning a big one. Uh, I don't think Nick's won a, a big one in a little bit, and it was kind of. He did it with uh, Hell of Doom, Eldari. As as a matter of fact, it was a uh, Hell of Doom. Don't ignore cover bikers. So, Scott, sounds like you stole my list. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Scott putting the notes. Nerf time with big exclamation parts I don't, I don't <laughs> no. know. Get, so no, yeah. I really, I don't know, man. I think there's there's counters to this to these books and. While they feel oppressive right now, I just don't. I don't get the same feeling out of them like I got out of an Admech or a Drakari. I think there's ways you no. can play counter to them.
1: I think Eldar it's, is just good. It is good, and yeah. the and the right hands, they can trash you deadly. <laughs> They're disgusting in the right.
2: Well, the, the yeah. thing about that Eldar book is, I don't think it's point and click. I think there's a nope. a certain skill level can pick it up and do great with it. A certain skill level cannot. So mm-hmm. that's just yeah. that's how I look at it, but. So, congrats to Nick on winning that tournament. Uh, continued dominance by the Art of War peep at the at the big majors. Um, you know my my thoughts on it. You know, I, I really I've been hit and miss, and you guys know the history I have with Team Texas. And you know, there's a lot of people that like I've I've made a little bitty peace treaties with and talked to about like letting the past be the past, but. You know, there's there's still some, I think, some bad behavior out of that group down there. And it's just kind of, it's tough to want to buy into it. You know, it's tough to want to go to a, a Texas event because, you know, and everybody always tell you, like, they're not on my team, they're not on my team. I'm like, but you guys are all wearing the same jersey and you're all calling themselves Team Texas. You know, it's like you can't, you can't have everybody carrying the same banner and then say, like, you're not on the same team and you're not in the same group. You know, it's like you—you you guys need to start policing your own group if you don't want everybody to think about you that way, because they're going to associate all the bad actors, you know, with all you guys. And, and there's did they, good, did sorry, they go go change ahead. their name to Texas Rolling because I know that name was popping up again. Now there's or, another team no. supposedly that's going to be some of the okay. higher level guys. That's like uh, Texas. Is that Roland what it is? Okay, yeah. So. Ah. Uh, but the overall text thought Texas in higher level, not a thing. <laughs> Shots fired. So, you know, with all the controversy, uh, you know, the train wasn't really talked about. Yeah. You know, last year the train was kind of rough. And this year, like seeing the train and stuff on stream, like you know, I didn't get really see too many other tables outside of what War Games Live had on stream, and I still wasn't too incredibly impressed with the train um there was a lot of shooting galleries a lot of shooting lanes that just you know i feel like terrain should do a better job of breaking those lines up you shouldn't be able to shoot from one corner of the board to another corner of the board with a train layout you just shouldn't you know you should have to either maneuver or get somewhere else or find another lane or lanes should be break off or or cross somewhere
3: weren't they player pace place though or were they not? no oh wasn't no. okay
2: No, they had like. uh, Was it layouts
5: based off of missions, kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. But I mean, they did not a great job. But then there were people
2: still doing like player placed, anyways. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they just kind of do (laughs) their own thing. Yeah, but it was. I don't know. Um, You know, so I guess I'll get. I've already given my thoughts kind of on Sunday when I was on with Root. Um, You know, to sum up my opinion, you know, everybody knows the big, you know, controversy about the display board um, I love Kelling you know Kelling was a dipshit for putting the shit on the display board you know hands down dipshit move, dumb move, shouldn't have done it uh, should you get kicked out of tournament for that? No no and and I do, there is one thing I want to fucking address that and this comes into my area of expertise and I'm sick and tired of fucking reading it if I hear one more person say that that was theft you can suck my fat dick like, that is not fucking theft. Theft. It's theft. I don't, it's theft. It's I don't theft, care uh... what fucking state you're in, theft usually talks about some kind of, the statute talks about some kind of intent to permanently deprive that person of the property. And, and everything about what happened there, putting my models on there to be paint judged, and picking up my models and walking away, none of that stuff, statu- statutory-wise, will constitute theft. And if you called the police to come out, and say that that was the theft, and they asked you what happened. And you're like that man put those models on that board over there, and then got judged and picked up his models and walked away. And they're like, but he left the board, right? You know, no cop is gonna make that arrest. None, zero, zilch. You know, I, I saw all the fucking jailhouse shit house lawyers in the comments this week. You know, get fucked. You're stupid. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I did this for 23 years as a living. No one's gonna arrest anybody for using a goddamn display board like that. Stop. Okay. So there there's my thing on that.
1: It's almost like we have another word for that in English called plagiarism. <laughs> and what happens when you plagiarize something? Oh, you failed. The yeah. Paper or whatever the fuck. And then so, you move on with your fucking life. Yeah, give Idiots. give the
2: dude give the dude the fucking yellow card. Don't give him any paint points. Disqualify him from fucking being able to win best overall. But don't don't throw theft out there to justify your dumb shit. Like stop. It doesn't even fit. It's it's not theft. Right.
5: I mean, you, and you can disqualify them for overall, but zero on paint is going to do that regardless.
1: Right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like it's uh, literally like, hey, dummy, here's your dumb zero that you earned by being dumb, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And we move on with our day. And that, and that's and that's all it had to be, you know. And 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 the biggest part, I think, what made it worse is like. The, the the judge that well the, there's there's two stories the judge that said the judge that said he had he kicked the guy out and gave him the card basically got on Facebook and was like you know you know look I bounced this this sleb I don't care who you are I'm bouncing whoever blah 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 I, I'm using the code of conduct uh, you know touching on someone else's models and you know hey check out these hot bitches holding my models up yellow swag hashtag blessed you know and and then wondered why everybody kind of like was like, well, that was weird, you know. And then the other <laughs> then the other T.O. comes out later. And the other T.O. was like, uh, I stand by my statement. And, uh, y- you know, I'm the only one that awarded a card. I'm the only one that did this, you know. Da-da-da. And I'm like, that's not what your other guy was saying in the other post. But it's uh, it was a weird setup, man. It was a weird situation. I beat it into the ground. You know, stop throwing around theft when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And, uh, just, uh, you know, it didn't have to be that big of a deal, but it turned into that big of a deal. So Scott, what do you got?
4: So I think, you know, I think that Killing did pull a brain dead move just like, ah, eh, kind of just, it wasn't thinking I, 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 assume, and I can see why someone would get upset about that. Like, I mean, it you know, a lot of these people put, you know, I don't know this person, I don't know who, who, who what happened to the this guy's display board if anything broke or not or or anything but i can see someone that puts a lot of time into those kind of things being upset if someone kind of you know uses it or does whatever they feel with it and it can be it can come across as disrespectful but there is no place where you don't give this guy a chance man he I, i don't care who you are this guy he's far away he came to your event you try to get him to play i mean it does if he cheats, that's one thing. If he does something else, that's another thing. You know, and yes, you can. You need to punish this guy. Yes, give him a zero for paint. And like, like you said, move on. But you can't – you're like, depri- like depriving this guy of a weekend that he spent money. It doesn't – we all spend a lot of money, and I'm not trying to discredit anybody. But, you know, fuck, dude. This this guy came all the way to Dallas to play a game, you know, and, and hang out with his homies for a weekend, and you're telling him he can't play because he, 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 he pulled a brain-dead move and wasn't thinking for five minutes. And then, and then you just gonna say, hey, get the fuck out of here!" With no remorse, no, no care, and then, and then, and brag about it on on Facebook like you, like you're doing doing the Lord's work type shit. Yeah. And,
2: because, and the guy doing that, I don't know if I've been at an event where he hadn't been fucking carded lately. Yeah,
1: no, no fucking shit. So, the poster yeah. child for your team. Why yeah. the? Listen, I'll put this out there. Why the fuck Dallas Open allows him to be a judge? Y'all are fucking crazy. I don't want to attend your event based on that. <laughs> Sorry, you picked a piece of shit to be a judge. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't give a shit if he's your friend. He's one of the shadiest players in this whole fucking region. Everybody knows it. Fucking yeah, shape up.
2: It's Texas Trent Northington. We got it. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's, and that's just it, too. Is like I do think punishment was in order, and I'm going to say it again. James was wrong. James, I love you, but that was dumb. I don't think James needs to hear it anymore. I've already told James I thought it was dumb as fuck. And James is going to fully admit that too. Yeah. And he turns around and says, (laughs) like, it was stupid. Like, he he makes no qualms about it being stupid. So, like, I get it. You know, what's funny is, like, this is one of those instances where the reaction to the offense is worse than the offense itself. You know, it just, it's in my mind, anyways, it's how it plays out. And I'm, I'm rambling again, but go ahead, Dilly, what you got?
3: I think you guys are pretty much beating my opinion. Uh,
5: Texas! Like- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Dan. You got a cover for me? And Dan Sammons joins the podcast. So- <laughs> I was really hoping we get a full crew tonight, so glad
5: you're here, Dan. Uh, Some
1: work stuff, but... Had to make on because that was the dumbest thing I've seen forever. <laughs> okay, well, it's but- your turn, Dan, <laughs> yeah. so go ahead. What?
2: What's your overall on Dallas, man? Start start to finish. It's your turn.
1: Uh, th- that uh, James shouldn't have done what he did, but that no way in hell was that worthy of a, a kicking out of the event. So the, I'll, I'll never go to a Texas event as long as those guys are running shit. So that's, I wouldn't recommend anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, and, I, and one more point before I turn it over to Ben, I had, to, I had a Texas TO reach out to me, who I think is a good guy, and said, you know, he didn't want the the whole state to be punished for their bad behavior, and I'm like, you know, you, some of you guys need to start policing your own, man. Like that's if you don't want everybody to be perceived that way, you guys need to start making the changes because everyone sees you guys as one group now, and so they're, they're worried about but, attendance or people skipping their events based on the dallas open and i'm like kind of on you guys but the the dallas
5: open post that they they posted on their official page was was a fucking pathetic excuse for for everything so
4: <laughs> and i and i think the big thing is 40k while we are a, a good sized community we are still a a small community in reality and, and everybody in 40k talks to each other so it's just like you know you, you do someone dirty like that of course the word's gonna get out
2: yeah and it was fast it was, yeah. it, was it was fast it was like fast. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah i don't you know what i was doing in my phone i had like eight people I mean, hitting up my 30 phone 30 minutes yeah and uh they were like, are you a Dallas open? I'm like, no, there's some stuff that came up. So I wasn't able to attend. And it's like, check this shit out. Like,
1: right. Yeah. Uh, I knew about it. Like in Germany. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I found out about it happening as it was happening because yeah. Calvin was his opponent paired. I think round four or whatever it was, whatever with, first round. With Kelling. Yeah. With Kelling. And then he texted me that. And I said, Oh, what? I said, that's not a red card. Oh,
2: Mm-hmm. All right, Ben, I'm I'm handing it over to you, man. Let's hear it.
5: All right, well, I got twofold for this. One, I'm I'm involved in this because I'm a TO, involved heavily in the ITC, not necessarily with the organization itself, but just running Renegade and everything like that. And uh, with the Lord Marshall Conference, we've also strived hard to crack down on cheaters, right, and using appropriate red cards. This is a slap to the motherfucking face. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, you don't eject somebody for this. We're, we use this tool to help us make our game better for everybody attending. That includes new people, people who have come out a little bit just to see friends, and the people who compete at the top level. All three of those need to be protected with this card system that was abused. So you disrupted the validity of our card system with this by throwing somebody out with a fucking paint score violation, which wasn't even that, honestly, in my opinion, that big of a deal. That should have been a yellow out the door. You know, like yeah, you don't get any pain points, you get a yellow. Don't touch other people's stuff. But uh are they gonna go to each table and be like, You touch that dude's tape measure without asking, that you're out. You know, or you used his dice without asking, you're out. That's his property. It's all the fucking same. So like the the red card system, I said this on the other portion, which you'll hear, but it was much more this is all my personal opinion. This isn't my reflection of what the renegade open does. This is uh, same with, like, Advanced Warfare. This is all my personal opinion on people fucking up the system. Because we need it, and we are striving so far with it that stupid shit like this just hurts it. And then to go out and say, Ah, yeah, I raid carded somebody, uh, I'm this shit, you know. Uh, it was a gnome player, he had to get the boot, etc., etc., etc. Looking like a giant piece of shit. I'm talking about you, Viet, and if you watch this shit, I hate your fucking guts. I think that you are a lesser person. Every tournament I see you go to, you're fucking hammered, and you use that as an excuse to cheat, and you think people don't know. We know, bitch, okay? We know. And then, we know. And then, now you're slamming James online, saying that you did the right thing, and everybody praised me. Uh, you know, like, like Bam used to say, you know, get the fuck down off your cross, man. We need the wood for something else, okay? Fuck yeah, Like, we- <laughs> Right? So but that, that pulled from a TO perspective on is is like you attack the card system by doing that, which we use and, uh, you know, LVO throws people out. You know, BAM was one of the first big cases throwing Justin Lois out. You know, I've red carded people myself. Uh, and then to see that, you know, people are going to be, one, afraid to go out to events because they don't want to get tossed out for menial shit. And then you got TOs that are afraid to give cards because they don't want to seem like they're you and carding people too hard. And, you know, uh, ultimately, like the guy said that it was his choice to red card in which I appreciate him owning up to that, because if I'm the head to of my tournaments and somebody's getting red carded, you're damn sure I'm involved with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way I would make let be it make that final decision. And in that situation, I would have told him to fuck off. Like, it's like you get a yellow in a talking to. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I do put a lot of blame on, you know, Moreland i've never had a conversation with him i don't have anything ill to say about him except for how this situation was dealt and then his apology tour afterwards i think was like damage control you know what i'm saying like he's i could you could just tell he knew it's like okay well we fucked up how can we do this without you know wording it where we can get attacked more which i can appreciate but now on on the personal level from the frozen north level i feel targeted as a top player like James got targeted he was targeted because he's James Kelling writes for Goonhammer and he's from Frozen North and I think a lot of Team Texas does not like Frozen North because we're good at fucking 40k and I think that that had a lot to do with it and I think that that is just fucked up beyond all recognition you know that's just not what this community is about it's about having fun playing toy soldiers and if you love to compete this is a great scenario for you but if this shit's going on it's not going to be that fun you know people getting tossed out for bullshit you know yeah, that's my little... <laughs> it,
4: makes you just, it makes you super fearful to be at the table, you know, and that's not a good... That's Recording not a good in state. Progress. That's not a good state to go into, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, John
2: Cook uh, living in your heads rent-free. You boys are salty. Whatever. A little Texas simp. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking someone could shit on the table in Texas and John would defend them. i say they had a reason. Ain't nobody <laughs> living in nobody's head rent-free, man. <laughs>
4: I don't even know you <laughs> that's where i'm, oh, like, I'm like who's living in <laughs> my head
5: <laughs> like i i told you in the other group john cook go back to telling stories about you in the strip club and you and your older dates because now you just look like a sad homeless dude trying to make be relevant in 40k so yeah
2: if i was john i'd be pissed the fuck off because he's trying to promote his event now and don't nobody want to go to texas events. So I saw back. I was I was I was
5: so close to, to, to respond to that. Like, oh, Texas, event no oh, hard harp ass. Yeah. Busy working. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Texas. Fucking oh. Texas. Hey, I'm
4: from Texas, by the way.
2: <laughs> Fuck so- <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so after the tournament, I guess, you know, dude, Art of War has been pretty dominant as far as cleanup wins. Uh, so Art of War pulls another tournament with Nick winning this one. Um, what do you guys think about, you know, having, like, a, you know, people have talked about the pro division or, you know, a separate thing or whatever. Because you know, it is. They're, they're just cleaning the house, man. Is there is there anything to be done or to be done? Or is it just going to take a rise of another another big team or what? Dude, I can't quit my job and compete with that. There's no way. Yeah, that's like, my but... thing, too. Is like, who can yeah. – you know who can dojo 10, 12 hours a day and then hit these big events and stay there and so is it just going to be if you go to these events you're just kind of going for beer and pretzels and maybe uh, I'm a little bit bougie but I like my big big check I'll keep it okay
5: yeah,
4: no, no <laughs> doubt do you think it's even do you think it's even possible to do a pro division like do you think it's possible to do like an elo system. Or you know to where we were we we're ranked at all like or or besides besides obviously like I've gone to six events over someone who's only gone to four events I'm ranked above them besides like the ITC format is there a way to rank people you think
0: like and actually make
4: <laughs> it, and like make a pro division so like when you go like let's say a they have a sixteen player or a thirty two player pro event that you can sign up for which is kind of and- like first come first serve.
5: I think so, but I think 40K's got to grow a little bit more, right? For the 40 for the competitive scene where it can't be so much, you know, 99% beer and pretzels that there needs to be more uh and just being straight honest, more money involved yeah. with the actual competitiveness on that. It. It's more sponsors, more whatever. It can't be just GW run because GW is not going to sponsor pro players, you know. Yeah. So, you know, there just needs to be more traction. And I think it'll get there, but at the current state, um I think an ELO system could be good. Um, there, what I, I one of the things we've been tooling around with the Frozen North group is that we've got uh, quite a concentration of good players, and we have like thirty other dudes, right? And we all in a league together. And every time they hit like me, Kelling, or Andre in in the league, everybody's all like, "Damn it!" You know, like they just—it's yeah. not that they don't enjoy the game; it's just like they're in the league to get games with people like similar skill levels. And when they hit us, they're just like, okay, let's just get this over with. And we don't like that feeling, you know? We want to have people that are just like, let's let's get a good game in. I love –
4: if I had people like that in my community, like like four or five solid guys that I could locally play, I'd be happy as shit. Like, dude, Mm because those are the best games to learn from, you know, so –
5: Right, and, like, if you had, like, you have some, like, is Jeff around you? He's, he's around you, isn't
4: he? He's he's Kansas City, so, like I'm saying, uh, on Columbia, so it's still a two-hour drive. Like, we, we're going to play on TTS later you on could, tonight.
5: But... You could practice with Henley.
2: <laughs> I did, actually, the other night. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> actually, like, speaking on Sunday. Of, speaking of touching <laughs> and moving models without permission, was, uh, uh,
5: uh, Yeah, I don't know. Mother.
2: It's It might come to that point. You know, those those guys are you know not, i don't want take away anything away from them. like they win you know and they and they do a good job of winning they do a good job of winning consistently and and it's proven whatever they're doing is working right you know it's it's just i don't know if the rest of us that you know pay bills to keep lights on you know with with kids and stuff at home can do the same and you know it's it's i think if you go to these events you're just gonna have to put yourself in a good headspace as far as dealing with uh you know, well, hey, maybe I'll do the best of my bracket, you know, type of deal. Yeah. So it's, or or why you're there in the first place. Maybe it's to, to to get whiskey from your buddies and have a cigar yeah. at lunch. So
5: I think it's just growing pains for the tournament circuit itself, you know. Yeah. And maybe we'll get to that sooner. Yeah, but I, I think mean, that the uh, the stream needs to take up more because when you have more audiences, is when you can have commercials, yeah. and then there's more revenue, et cetera, et cetera.
3: War well, Games Live stuff. is it's, it's starting to go off a little bit too, which is nice I, to
5: see.
1: The, the money influx like the reason stuff like that works in like esports it's like traditional esports is because the sponsors are like publicly traded companies right like people with actual money to sponsor events and sponsor players and all this shit. uh and that just i don't know i feel like we're so far away from that in 40k because it's such just a niche thing you know yeah. like who's going to sponsor 40k stuff well things that are specifically 40k related you know how much is that really so right
5: and that was kind of like my point earlier like yeah for yeah. league of legends you could have asus or corsair or whatever sponsor you because they're computer parts that you use to play the game what yeah. is stanley the tape measure going to come out and sponsor right. hell yeah <laughs> dude. three
4: tape
3: measures for
5: life dude. i'm ready for my nascar jersey i just want you know 50,
3: 50 sponsors on it <laughs>
5: yeah so i agree with you alex i think it's a it's a while out and i don't know if we'll see it in our careers but maybe I mean, it will yeah, someday I,
1: I feel like it's the the professionals. Like, I the, their money is based on the backs of people just kind of paying them to tell them how to play the game better. Like yeah, that seems yeah. to be pretty much it. You know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what other I, you know maybe you do, Ben, because you you know you have Advanced Warfare, but I don't know what other revenue stream there really is.
2: You got to got to convert them followers to simps, man. That's what ah, you yeah. need, need some titties. Forty K OnlyFans,
5: of course. <laughs> yes. I mean. Yeah, I, it's pretty much, for for Advanced Warfare, it's pretty much it, it's, uh, we just do a, try to do unique content and then obviously teaching people how to play the game better. Mm-hmm. And I just, for like Art of War, you know, I think that they're so, all they do is 40k, right? right yeah. And um, I that would just take the joy out of it for me, I think. And like, as Wait an example, uh, I used to play the bass. I was very serious about playing my bass, the string bass. And I thought about being a concert bassist. Well, I can tell you right now, the only way to make money as a concert bassist is to be part of a professional orchestra. So uh, until you're part of a professional orchestra, you know, you have to do other things. And one of the things that you do is you teach bass lessons. So it's kind of similar. But, I mean, yeah. that's just as an example of, like, how you get to a certain point. And that's probably my best analogy is because musicians, you can do, like, little gigs here and there, which is similar to what you do. Like what, what I do, or you do what, you know, like Advanced Warfare, or not Advanced Warfare, Art of War does. So Art of War has pretty much, they're the professional orchestra right now. So until you're a part of that team, I think right now you're just, everybody but them. You know, there's some chunk, other coaching people out there, yeah. But
4: <laughs> He's a chump.
5: Yeah. Scrubs. Uh, I mean, I feel like I can compete with the event, uh, the Art of War dudes, like I can Take a game from them, but I will I have no delusions that they're going to be more practice going into that game, you know yeah. Like well, I feel like uh, I
4: can drink more than them. So no.
2: <laughs>
4: so, so who's um, the real winner,
2: huh? <laughs> I'm having
4: more fun.
2: Yeah, I'd have to do it on psychedelics or something <laughs> 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 no, I got. Well. Win I, I don't know he's not playing on a team anymore, but I took Townsend at, uh, at Austin and uh, for whatever reason, at Dallas, he wasn't wearing their jersey anymore. So I'm not sure if he's not on their team. But John Lennon kicked my teeth in. So they only provide one jersey, so you have to uh, you, that know, that you only wear it one day or
4: one <laughs> Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, was...
2: Townsend had to rip it off
5: after he lost me in the mirror match. At Did LDO. he? Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when, I, when I
2: beat Downsend in Austin, he was on our Wars team, but it didn't seem. Not even we had some other team name now. So, uh, on the meta this weekend, and uh, anybody, feel free to hop in here. This is anyone's question. Is um, The data slate, you guys think it's helped, hindered, done the job? Um, NIDS, I think, at, away from the mirror match. Uh, Scott saying they're above uh, 70%. Right.
4: I think that's what I heard. Without yeah. the mirror match, NIDS was were at 70%, 70% win rate.
1: Was that just at, like, that one weekend or whatever?
4: Like no, I think it was weekend. overall weekend, the overall. Yeah. Okay.
5: I saw the data Multiple like, events. sixty-eight, sixty-nine, but with yeah. uh without the mirror like seventy-two point five or seventy-three.
4: Yeah. yeah. that's what I saw as well. I think I think it the for Marines it's helped a lot. My Marines survive, you know, they don't die to turn one and two most of the time. I get to at least turn three, sometimes turn four. You no. Know? So they feel a lot, you know, more survivable than they used to. So I think it's helped Marines quite a bit, but it's still Dan Remarings is
2: still still tough. It's different type of, yeah, just a different type of cancer. So Dan. I've yeah. been playing Wolf and Dreads. <laughs> 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 they are good. <laughs> Told Blizzard, you three years ago. Blizzard shields aren't on the list with the with the AOC, so Yeah. He did not even acknowledge it now. So. Nah, I, haven't played, I haven't played anything.
0: So.
2: <laughs> Shut off your game of Total War and get with the programmer. So. <laughs> Doing work. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think uh, the cool thing I do think about the data slate is I've seen some guys, you know, basically reevaluating their whole collection, you know, reevaluating old units, um, some stuff they haven't touched or dealt with in a while and is hitting the tabletop. And I think some guys are figuring some stuff out with new lists or new combinations, and, and I bored
5: brethren for Templar.
2: Yeah, they'll uh, suck.
5: Yeah, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I think there's some stuff. The stock definitely went up, though. You know, and I enjoy seeing that.
1: So, might drop my Blood Angels tomorrow. I yeah, think. we'll see.
2: I think sanguinary. Blood Gar- Angels feel good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I got the the Eldar firing how I want them to fire. I'm not worried about them even a little bit. So but I'll give give these guys a shot now that uh, the data. Sl- of course, the data slay dropped the day I fucking left the country. So yeah.
2: there's a Blood Angels army that actually did pretty well
1: at uh, Dallas.
2: And yeah, I it did not last look like round. An, yeah, it, it did not look like an optimized build, but it, it won a lot <laughs> of games. So yeah. I think Dante's overpriced and like the list had Dante in it, Oh yeah so. I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't be using a
2: Dante. No.
4: I think he went first a bunch That's what this list seems like it was designed to do, was go first. For Long
2: Fury with uh, Death Company Thunderhammers isn't something to sneeze at. Let's
5: Uh, talk about ten tyrannocytes from Clifton Russell. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) did that that list. He wrote wrote the gimmick train hard, man. Yeah. Did you know he had shots in the tyrannocytes, and every time they killed one, he gave it to
1: his opponent? I heard. It's pretty good. I guess one person person got all ten.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Clifton Clifton Russell is a national treasure. So that dude that dude is pretty awesome. So you
4: know, you know, Hustler did that a long time ago when we we, we proxied those uh, he made, he made them out of beer cans and every time we every time one would die he'd crack the beer and drink the beer. So <laughs> That's awesome. That's the way to do it.
2: That's I didn't hear to, I didn't hear about the shots inside of things. the inside of the the pods. That's kind of cool. Well, guys, that's uh, that's pretty much our notes for most part. Um, we are—I need to start getting better about this. Uh, we're part of a, a Grand Alliance Podcast Network, which is a, a few other 40k and wargaming podcasts, and we're all supposed to help pimp each other out. And I've probably been on the derelict end of my duties in doing so. But there's a TFG Radio, which you guys know has Salty John and Adam Solus on it. Uh, Pod Save the Imperium. Uh, they focus on more on the lore side of things, and then uh, what was a party at all points, hitting all things AOS, and a uh, focus fire with Jeff Poole and Allen. their semi regular competitive 40k podcast, so uh, they're all part of the Grand Alliance Podcast Network. You know, we're not a frontline gaming, um, we're not a we're not an art of war. You know, and and you know that's why we help each other out. Like I try to help Ben out, Ben helps me out. A lot of the guys help each other out, just getting the word out about podcast out there. So spread the word, listen to these other podcasts, check it out. And uh, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say about the, the Grand Alliance podcast thing right now. And I need to go to the Lord Marshall standings. You want to do these, Scott? Do yeah. I want to do the Lord Marshall standings? Yeah. Sure. It requires
5: him to be able to read. We have somebody else.
4: <laughs> I'm from Texas. <laughs> Don't forget that.
5: That's why I said it.
4: (laughs) All right. So let's do the teams first. Uh, In fifth place, we've got Observant of Hermits, the Warhogs at fourth, Frozen North Gaming coming in third, Flying Monkeys there at second, and Outlanders still holding the top spot. Uh, For the top ten on your individuals, we got uh, John Teets at tenth, Tim Royers at ninth, another another co-host here. Kyle Thompson at 8th. Jeff Husser, there you go, bud, at 7th. Common Cord at 6th. Bam Bam, there you go, at 5th. John Indelicate at 4th. Chris Campbell at 3rd. Game Hawkins at 2nd. And Dan, sitting pretty on top. Fuck Dan. At first. Yeah, Fucking fuck that deal, guy, though. dude. <laughs> guy hasn't played a game of 40K in like three months now. Yeah. And he's still above us
2: all. He said he's trying Damn. to give us all a chance to catch up.
1: Yeah, you are be all fine. below me.
2: I, don't, I haven't played since uh, what I was mean, the last GT.
1: If y'all uh, would have gone to Dallas, maybe you'd have gone <laughs> oh, to
2: no, no, that wasn't Lord Marshall out, honestly. If oh, that was, that's
1: true. Yeah, that wasn't Lord Marshall, wasn't if it? If that was Lord <laughs> Marshall, I have a lot more
2: to say about that sucker. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, what's what's coming up for events, Scott?
4: Uh, So we've got... Midwest Conquest,
2: uh,
5: Bug Eater, Branson Brawl.
2: Know your stuff.
4: Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. This weekend is the Hero Complex
2: me, GT. I know it's not on the Lord Marshall calendar. I'm not sure why. Jason can't seem to get it there. Uh, but if you're wanting to hit a, a smaller GT, uh, Hero Complex has one this weekend in Wichita. I will not be around. I will be in freaking, uh, I'll be in Seattle. So if you're Oh, yeah, that's up, this weekend, isn't it? It is. How many people sign up for it? I'm not sure. I apparently got roped into a TO and kill team. And then, uh, when I'm not TO and kill team, I'm going to be judging the other parts of the time. So do you know
0: the rules of kill team?
2: I do. I know enough to probably okay. get in trouble. So, it's, you know, there's enough to red card somebody. Yeah, yeah. it's true. So dude, tail so easy, man. It's like, uh, are your rules out? What do your rules say? Cool. We should probably do that then, right? <laughs> oh, so, uh, did you kill me? Yeah. So, no, nah, but if you're going to be in Seattle, be at the Seattle Open. Come say hi. Uh, like I said, I'll probably be TO and Kill Team for a couple days. And then uh, I think Friday, I'm actually judging 40K. Or uh, not Friday. Yeah, Friday, I think I'm judging. And uh, Saturday, Sunday, I'm doing uh, the Kill Team event. So I'm looking forward to it. I like the Opens. I like the atmosphere. I think they're a lot of fun and uh brant can put on a good show so it's uh it's it'll be a pretty good time let's go around the horn and get the hell out of here um scott you got anything to close with no thanks for joining us guys yeah alex what you got
1: oh we appreciate it all the listeners um, someone except asked for John Cook.
2: Except for John Cook, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone asked if anyone's pretending uh, going to Motor City next weekend. Actually, uh, Ben and myself and Ruth are going to Motor City, so we'll look for us in Motor City.
0: <clears throat>
2: What's uh, Rut playing right now? Uthway oh. here, and the- oh, he's okay. playing Tyrants, isn't he? No, oh, a- I thought
5: you asked me. I'm Uthway. Oh, yeah. No, he's Leviathan. Come on, now. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> of course he is.
5: Like no, nah, it looks like there's probably 150ish
2: people on the uh, Seattle PCP. It'll
5: be it's good.
1: Not
2: time. Bad. Dilly, what you got? Uh, we got the what? Uh, Show me showdown that's coming up um, July 9th and 10th. Uh,
3: after that, we have the Casey Summerslaughter, which is going to be a new GT in the City area. That's August 27th, and 28th. It's also going to kick off our 2023. I don't know if you've heard ramblings of it or not, but our whole Kansas City Cup series. That's the new thing that you'll be hearing about, probably more so at Show Me Showdown,
0: or we might talk about it here. Who knows? Okay. KC yeah.
5: Can guys can't win Lord Marshall, so they got to make their own <laughs> <laughs> Make their own, their own circuit
2: within a circuit.
1: Which, well, which, will, in turn, which will in turn be won by <laughs> someone from not- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right?
0: Dan, come on down and win. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I uh, uh, will see.
5: Oh shit! And
2: just come down. And <laughs> <laughs> <like
1: Yeah. laughs> you guys see that?
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, ben, go check out Ben at Advanced Warfare. Uh, ben, what you got on the way out? Tired. I'm Texas Tired. bullshit. Yeah, it's. Yeah, we we did rant, we did real. Um, you know, it is. It is what it is. The past is the past. But uh, we we can do better as a community. I think we can handle things better as a whole, and uh, I would like to see it where, you know, I, I would like to see a good go anywhere and not have to worry about drama community. And, and I think we can get there if we just we just got to work at it. I think
5: that was the first thing out of my mouth. Is can we not have a weekend of a big tournament without fucking
2: drama? I, I, I think we do. I think we do sometimes. I think we're just so used to like some <laughs> kinds of so stupid funny. drama that you know, it's like when you when you when you had abusive parents, you find abusive mates. You know, because it feels like home. So you just. You just. Uh, okay. But. Alright, guys. We'll be back next week. And remember, for Gaming was easy. It'd be your mom. Tickets for Monkey are still for sale. Bye, Felicia.
0: Game over, man. It's game over.